What up, y'all? It is your boy Rodney Perry. You tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We are definitely live in full effect. It is Monday. That's right, Monday. And you know how we get down every every Monday at 2 p.m. We do this show live and in full effect. Uh, we did go live this weekend, and um, because we had Tracy Morgan getting um, a terrible car accident, so sending prayers out to his family and his friends, and also. Um, the, the friends and family of uh, Artie Fuqua, who was also in the vehicle, and um, and uh, also our our loss. We had a loss in that same accident as well that uh, we're going to do something special for uh, as the show goes on. So stay with us. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. We've got a lot of great stuff going on in the Rodney Perry universe. Uh, first of all, um, Thank you to Chattanooga. Was in Chattanooga this weekend. Had a great time. Chattanooga, I will be back August 14th, 15th, and 16th. That's right, with the Bounce uh, Off the Chain Live Tour. And uh, the tour starts June 18th, Charlotte, Columbia, South Carolina, Birmingham, Alabama, Nashville, and Atlanta, Georgia. Of course, Chattanooga will be in effect. Go to BounceTV.com. You can see all the information. And uh, we got a lot of great stuff. Uh, Again, thank you to Mocha. And um, Chattanooga had a great time out there. And then we got some other shows coming up. Go to the website, RodneyPerry.com. They've got everything there, uh, what we got going on. And uh, shouts out to the Humor Meal. HumorMealMag.com has just got a major facelift. And, uh, man, it looks the, the site looks incredible. Way to go, Frank and all of his team over there at Humor Meal. Uh, that is Jimmy Mack. Jimmy Mac McNair uh, was killed in that car accident with Tracy Morgan. So uh, sending prayers out to his family, man. Uh, but um, let's do this. The show is going to be incredible today once again. I, I can't wait to talk to my first guest. Um, man, I, I'm, I'm just a fan. And, um, and this, is, this guy has probably done more to bridge the gap in race relations than anybody on the planet uh i'll bring him on in a second uh and uh and we'll get to chop it up we're gonna take a quick break we come back we're gonna talk to bobby caldwell wow what did i do with my last five hours let's see i was a dietitian a housekeeper a pediatrician yeah that was a third degree boo-boo a housekeeper a sanitation engineer a housekeeper Good thing I have five-hour energy to keep me going. What will you do with your next five hours?
I, yeah, I grew up in a show business family, mm-hmm. and uh, I was always surrounded by, you know, theater music. Um, I pretty much grew up in, like, Ella Fitzgerald headquarters and Sinatra and stuff like that. Right. And Nat King Cole. Um, and, you know, I, I, when I moved to Miami, uh, I was, like, still just, like, four years old. And... Uh, you know, I was still exposed to some incredible music. But, you know, I, I got influenced by so many different things. When I hit my oh. teens, it was, you know, the stuff that was coming out of Motown, Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell, and stuff that was coming out of Philadelphia, um, Muscle Shoals. And, you know, I, I really wrapped my head around that. And then, you know, I, I started getting into Hendrix. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the underground movement and rediscovered, uh, you know, Sinatra much, much later on. And I've been influenced by so many wonderful styles of music. It's just kind of all, at the end of the day, it just kind of all rolls into one. Let me ask you this, Bobby, because when I listen to your music, it, it, it has a, it feels big. It feels like a, like an orchestra. Is Is that deliberate for you or I mean do you create that way like do you want it to have that big sound well yeah I mean I, I don't think anybody wants to make a like a wimpy record you know we, we all <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know hey look um, I'll tell you what I miss is that sound of earth wind and fire uh, you know just those hits that they made and the way it graced the radio I miss it um, they were like a heavy influence on me. And, you know, their records always sounded big. Yeah. Uh, especially stuff like After the Love is Gone and all that stuff. You know, it, it definitely, it sets the bar, you know. And uh, I don't know about you. Uh, I'm sure you do miss that, that sound. Yeah, oh, absolutely, man. I'm a. I mean, but that's that's the beautiful thing about music is that you can always go and put on a record. You can out well, well, not a record anymore, but you can you can put on a CD or 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 go find the music online and and um. So so this this is what I'm curious about, um, Bobby. I mean, are you at heart a, a performer or a songwriter or some semblance of both? Well, I, I got a great answer for that, I think, and that is, you know, when you go out on stage, um, it's like this quick reward. You know, if you got the audience and they're they're on your side and, you know, you're having a good day. <laughs> right. Uh, and sometimes we don't. Uh, but if you're having a good day, it's like this immediate uh, reward and you know you're pleasing the audience. But with a record, you know, it goes out there, and you kind of wait to see what's going to happen, and you, it's it's a nail-biter. Right. So, so, yeah, I think I like performing better. Yeah, just the immediate gratification. Yep. Man, you, you, you boast influences of, you know, Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, Tony Bennett, uh, as well as the Beatles. Um, out of those people, which one would have the most single influence on you? Wow, 
Rodney, that's that that's tough, man. Um, you know, I, mean, I I think we're all just the sum total of our influences. Yes. So, as far as a singer performer, I'd have to say uh, Marvin Gaye. Mm. Um, and you know, a lot of people don't know Marvin went to Vegas and did the thing with the tuxedo and the big band. As, as a matter of fact, if anyone's interested, you know, that album can be found online. It's Marvin. I think it, I think it's at Caesars, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Uh, and he, he just brings his A game. It's so awesome. <laughs> and, you know, he's got the big band and he's doing kind of like a cross between Marvin and Sinatra. And it's like, you got to be kidding. The guy is just, <laughs> he's all over the map. Yeah. And so, you know, I was heavily influenced by that. Um, all the temps stuff, the spinners, you know, it, it's just in, incredible records, um, endearing music that's going to last a lifetime. I mean, you, you know, we, we kind of talked about, you know, the, the that old school vibe, but, man, hip-hop has really embraced you, Bobby Caldwell. I mean, from Common to... Tupac and Biggie. Uh, what's it like to have these guys sample your music? It's flattering. Uh, the very notion that, you know, guys half my age are like, you know, they go back through their parents' library, I guess, and uh, discover the, these old things. Um, it's flattering, man. Uh, I never thought once, oh, you know, he really screwed that up. I, I never thought about that. Yeah. It's just, you know, the thought that um, I could be brought into that, the black experience, and you know, which clearly, you know, blue-eyed soul people, they don't know about this. You know, they don't know what it's like to live inner city, you know? Mm. They don't know. Um, there's no way they can know. And so just the fact that, you know, I kind of been brought into these people's homes is is just like it's just awesome and you know endearing to me. Uh, you were talking about Chattanooga. I was checking that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I did some some time in Chattanooga and some Memphis stuff. Yeah. Um, I had relatives live there, and my parents were on the road, so I got that experience. But you know, to be sampled by the rappers, that's that's really the ultimate compliment. Now, now, let me ask you this, Bobby, because, you know, your your music is so universal. Um, is it something that kind of just happened that, 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 that black people said, yo, we like this guy or, or, or was it something that you, that you knew, like, was it deliberate on your part or did it just kind of happen? I guess that's no, it just happened. And it was the audience, you know, the buyers, the consumers, the radio listeners, um, that kind of said, this is who you're going to be. Because okay. I was, like, searching around. I was influenced by so many things. Um, but I kind of, like, at this point in my life, I was so influenced by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I think 
maybe you hear that influence in what you want to do for love. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the horns in the beginning, and, you know, I, I was just really into the band. And wrapped up with Maurice White, just totally involved. I mean, I was down with Maurice. Had, the, you know, the pleasure of being able to do um, some singing with him on a Neil Diamond album that he produced. Mm. Uh, and it, he gave me one of his kalimbas. <laughs> wow. I, I was just very influenced. I actually used that kalimba on that debut album on a song called My Flame. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's something that's, that's going to be with me always. But at the end of the day, you know, the people actually said, all right, you found your niche. We're going to tell you who you are. This is who you are. Now go make another record. <laughs> wow, man, man, it's, it's such a it's such a pleasure to to hear those those stories, man. Of what what was it like on the road? Uh, you know, a couple of decades ago, you know, with with, with when when uh, when you, well, take me there, take me here, take me here, Bobby, take me to when uh, what you gonna do for love? Hit. All right. I, I will take you there, and this is the best road story I got. Okay. Um, I knew Natalie Cole, uh, and Natalie Cole had the number one record in the country with her debut album. The song was called This Will Be. Mm-hmm. And What You Won't Do For Love, I think, was number seven and causing a stir, and it was like number seven on the uh, Hot 100, and I think number five or six on the R&B charts. And Natalie was good enough to ask me if I would open her show for her first major tour. Wow. And I thought it was just it was awesome. And so, you know, I would agree and do that, and I think it was, you know, 18, 20 cities all over the country. And uh, the first city was Atlanta. Now, you gotta you gotta understand that what you won't do for love is building up ahead of steam. Right. It's huge. And everybody I mean everybody thinks it's a brother. So All right. here we are at this like theater in Atlanta, it's like seven thousand people. Uh and everyone's waiting to see Soul Brother Bobby Caldwell. <laughs> right, right, right. And I come out, and you could hear a pin drop. The dead silence. Right. Well, this was like a shocker. A cracker coming out on stage, and tear <laughs> down to his waist, and, you know, I, right. I don't think so. So, I mean, you could hear a pin drop, dead silence. That was the night I became a man. Wow. So, so... Does it, when you start singing, what do they say? Is, is it like, oh, that is him? Yeah, uh, it took about five, ten minutes, and I, I won him. I won him. And, you know, from that point forward, I kind of built up this confidence that, you know, I can do this. I can do this. And, Rodney, you know, for a young guy, it was intimidating, you know? I was uh, scared. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I, I have to say that, you know, 
Music won the day, and um, I was embraced uh, by the R&B audience, you know, the black listeners. I was embraced in a way I, I, I never would have imagined possible. You know, the hearts, the size of the hearts of each and every one individual is, is just, it's a miracle. It is a miracle, and it, let it be a testament that, you know, music rules at the end of the day. Um, it's what you bring to the table. If you can bring it, you know, great. Um, and I'm wow. one of a handful that did, hey, uh, Michael McDonald, you know. Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. Uh, what do you think this, about your contemporaries? like? Rob, like this the... is a bad boy, all right? Yeah. This is a bad boy. <laughs> This man is like, you know, he sets the bar. Yeah. Awesome, awesome singer. Um, I, you know. What are your thoughts on, like, the Robin Thicks of the world or the, or the John B's? Uh, I mean, they, they are kind of the guys that, that are following in, you know, the Bobby Caldwell footsteps. Wow, I... I haven't given too much thought to Thick because, um, I mean, he's not the first. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake is a bad boy. That dude, he is. You, you absolutely right. You absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, you know, bring it on. You know, each and every one because there's always a new breed, a new breed in line. You know, look, I just turned sixty-two. And, uh, you know, there's always the up-and-comers, you know. And they're good. They're good. Okay. Okay, Bobby. I support them all. I won't hold you all day, but I got to ask you this. Um, this song, Do For Love, take me back to when you first heard it. When I first heard it? Yeah, like I mean, did, did you hear it on like a demo or something, and said I want to record that, or no, how did I the, wrote it. How did it? You oh, so you you wrote this song from? Okay, well, what's her name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you know what? That's a very cool question. Uh, her name was Kim, and she wow. broke my heart. But you know what else is new? So yeah. again, does she here's know? That, that, does she know? Yeah, as a matter of fact, she asked for royalties. I, you know, <laughs> you know. Look, I was just—it was like a personal exorcism, just trying to get this fact that I was like dumped cold, um, just getting it out of my system, working it out, and what it ended up being was like this common thread that you know all people relate to in one way or another. And then you add in those little signature, you know, horn lines and uh, the fade. The fade that the record label said could never happen. Oh, no, it's too long. No one, no, no radio station is going to play that like a four-minute and 50-second record. No one's going to play that. Well, it got sent out, and they played it to the bitter end of the fade. I, there's just some kind of haunting, you know, intoxicating groove on the record that I could never, like, recreate again. It was a moment in time. 
Well, you, you, you definitely created that moment. And again, man, it's just one of those great, great songs. And the soundtrack, I can't, if, let me tell you something. I've sat with, with some Hennessy several times and listened to this song and whip and wept. <laughs> Hennessy. I love <laughs> You did not. I did. I did. Oh, Man, it's, it's such such a great song. Again, I can't thank you enough. Um, let's let's cover the the the, the good stuff. Um, BobbyCaldwell dot com is the website. You're on Twitter. You're active on Twitter. He's at Bobby Caldwell. That's B O B B Y C A L D W E L L. What do you think of this new um, social media and how how does how has it affected you know your journey? Another great question. Uh, so, you know, the up and comers today. They know this like the back of their hand, that this is what they grew up with. I and, you know, my, my, my peers, you know, my other friends in the business, they grew up in a record business that was totally different. You know, it was a hands-on mom-and-pop stores, uh, you know, advertisements on the radio, uh, playlists, uh, the Hot 100. Um, now it's a whole different thing, just like you said, uh, what do I think? I'm trying to embrace it. Uh, it's almost like learning a new business all over again. And, you know, we do it. Um, and instead of moaning about the change, I'd like, I, I'm sure you've heard some people do, we, we're trying to embrace it. Because, look, you know, there's going to be change when you're in the business, uh-huh. as long as I've been or anybody. Uh, there's going to be, like, changes especially with, you know, the digitizing of everything. So yeah. you just, you, you roll with it. Hey, look, I'm talking to you, and we're on the net. So it's, yeah. there you have it. There you have it. Uh, Open Your Eyes, another great song. Um, it was uh, redone by Dwayne and Eric Robeson. Um such a great song. Like, what is it like for you when, 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 when these young guys, young vocalists, you know, kind of um, give you the nod and remake your song? Do they have to call you and, you know, is it like Sinatra? Do they got to get, do, you, do, they, do they got to kiss the ring before they can do the song? No, no, it's not like that at all. As a matter of fact, maybe you've seen this uh, Mitsubishi commercial on television with What You Won't Do For Love. Yes. Uh, I, I had no idea. It woke me up at 11 o'clock at night, and I'm saying, that's a, that's a damn good impersonator. <laughs> it's you. But, you know, it, it, it's always after the fact. You know, they have to pay, you know, the licensing fee. But right. usually there's no request because basically, Rodney, nobody's going to say, no, you can't do that. Exactly. For the most part, no one's going to say that. Um. Because these days, every little bit helps. Uh, you know, that commercial boosted the sales of the original album. Right. You know, it, it works in strange ways, man. Hey, I always say you just do the work and then let it let the work work for itself. You know, um, by the way, uh, you were mentioning Open Your Eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, John Legend, whom I, I just love this guy. Class act. Mm-hmm. His current... New release, uh, his new album has "Open Your Eyes" on it, um, and I'm thinking, I mean, I can't wait to see what he did with it. Well, he did it exactly like the original. 
And that's even more flattering, you know? Wow. Because this guy is seriously talented. Well, well, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's play Open Your Eyes, the Bobby Caldwell version, the real deal. And, um, man, thank you so much for coming on, Bobby. I really appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for having me, Rodney. Thank you. My man. Hey, y'all, it's Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Bobby Caldwell, open your eyes. I see you in a lonely place. How can you be so blind? You're still regretting the love you left, left behind. Oh, darling, I've seen you go through the changes.
and, 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 and this is the thing. This, this is what I get when I watch you. And, and, I, and I think that's why I think your name is so appropriate, Quiche Love, because it looks like you love what you're doing. Like, you, you, you are really giving it to them 110%. Like, were you always that way? Always. I am the social bug. <laughs> I'm the type of person that walks in the room, and I don't care if I don't know you. How you doing? That's just me. So that's, that, that's just always me. You know that when I first met you. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> so uh, that's just so me. Funny. You have to be sociable. If you are sociable, then you're approachable. Therefore, you can get yourself out there more. Now, um, the um, you, you're kind of a combination um you it feels like soul music it feels like you know R&B but it's kind of poppy at the same time right what what, what is it what what is it your sound it's, it's so hard um because vocally i would say more on the soulful side you know the neo soul side but energy wise it's so pop so tell me what genre that, that genre that is cuz i, I know, have we need so to make up a energy. word right you uh you uh you neo pop. <laughs> neo pop, the new pop. Yes. Or soul pop. Soul pop. Soul pop. Now you soul know that pop. I looked that up. You know I looked that up and there was a thing as soul pop back in the day. And that's really? back when Michael Jackson and a lot of those bands was out back then that took mm. the soul music from the seventies and started putting dance to it. That's what they yes. call soul pop. Get out of here. Okay, okay. Well, 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 let's talk about this. Is your life any easier, the fact that you happen to be a gorgeous human being? Does it make it your... is. It is not. <laughs> I mean, why does everybody say that? It is not the way people say, I just know people just always up on you all the time. No, <laughs> that is not true. I think it's really how you carry yourself. If you carry yourself in a sense where you can be hounded like that, then yeah, but I don't carry myself in that way. Like I said, I'm more sociable where you see coming on, it's more of a conversation. Like, don't come at me with the, we're just going to say the, the BS. Yes, don't come at me with that because okay, you'll okay. see it on my face that I'm not going for that. I wear the feeling and motion on my face. So when you see that cat daddy walking toward you talking about, hey, girl, I'm like, I get a look like, no, you better turn the other way. <laughs> um. Okay. The new song, Breathless, um, you're laying on the floor naked. <laughs> what, what's going on? No, look, my whole thing that I'm trying to come with, because, you know, it's a lot of different music out there. I'm trying right. to come with the love on your man music. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about him. I want to love him. So most of my songs is talking about how to love on your man or say how you really feel about that man when you see him or you are loving on him. So that's my music. Right. Breathless is basically just talking about an encounter with a gentleman that I like to love on. Man, you haven't aged a bit. I mean, we've been knowing <laughs> each other for a minute. Don't I don't even want to say people. Don't you look like people you my look age. just like you look when I met you. I'm, I swear to God. Well, you know, um, drink a lot of water. <laughs> That's the secret. Matter of fact, you you even look younger in some some instances. Like, I mean, because you're a woman now, but you got you got. I'm on your Instagram right now. What are you acting? What's this? You look I like do, Queen yes. You look like I Queen Latifah on this one thing. Oh, you talk. Yeah, that's the that's a movie I just uh movie I just filmed that should be coming out the end of this year called Noi Trey. It's a 
It's based in the 90s in the house music era out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, wow. I had to play I had to play the rough and tough like the Queen Latifah set it off, thug chick, and I pulled it off because every time we finished filming and I would go back into my regular clothes, they'd all look at me like, what the heck? What yeah, hey, I'm a, that's a great actress. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a great actress, too. You're nice with it. Yeah, man, you're you're such such a dope human being. Let's do this before we even go another step. Let's play breathless for anybody that don't know. This is your chance to to hear it. Rodney Perry, world debut. You understand? At least that's what I'm gonna tell people. It uh, is. We're gonna play this song, man. I, I had a chance to hear it, and I'm like, man, my girl is smashing this joint. So y- y'all check it out. You want to introduce it? Yes. This is my new single coming out. It is called Breathless by the one and only me, Keisha Love, produced by Prince Black Magic Damons. You don't want to miss this one.
When it comes to being better, what's better? Being better or worse? Better! Okay, and what are you better at? I'm better at telling jokes. Okay, let's see what you got. Knock, knock. Who's there? Queen. Queen who? Queen my dishes, please. Queen. It's queen to make it funny. He doesn't get it. It's not complicated. Better is better. And AT&T is the nation's fastest and now most reliable 4G LTE network. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. Hey, y'all, stay right there. We come back more Rodney Perry Live. Fourth down, Coach, what do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field, look for anyone with an O. Let's kill them! With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy, something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> we will win this for Mother Russia! Coach, you just Snickers. Why is that, Chief? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better. Better. Go get him, guys. You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. What up, y'all? It's your boy Rodney Perry. We're back in full effect. We just heard the song by Quiche Love. The name of the song is Breathless. It's really dope. Quiche. Um, tell me about the song, man. Uh, you wrote this, you, and uh, who produced it in the whole night? Right, so I did write the song. People are very shocked by that, that I do write my own music. <laughs> but, yes, I did write the song. Um, producer of the track um, is Prince Black Magic Damons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can find Prince Damons online as well. Um, dope producer. He's done stuff with Duelle. He's done stuff with Josh Stone. He's done stuff with Jill Scott. So, And he used to be Lenny Williams' music director. So, Oh, wow. He, Lenny yeah, Williams, he, that's another Oakland Bay Area boy. Right, right. Okay. And he is so down to earth, Lord. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. yeah, so he's done a lot of work. So when he did this track for me, we basically just sat in the studio, and I told him I wanted something that was real neo-soul, kind of on the Jill Scott level, because that's my girl, and then put a little bit more of me into it. So that's what we mm-hmm. came up with. Once I got it, I wrote the song, and the rest is history. I cannot wait to see you do this live because I know you smash in this live. Yes. You know, I smash in everything I be doing live because I love the <laughs> stage. I, love, I, think, I think that's my love for Tina Turner that I just love to get on stage and do what I do. Yeah. You know what? I miss you. I was in the Bay and I was doing a show and you were doing a show like across town. Right. And they, they just had, we was just too far and I was going to try to just pop in. Because right. I get all your updates and stuff, so I was I was really excited about that, but I couldn't make it. Man, um, what's going on? What's what's next? Of course, um, I know you're building this song. You're getting some traction with it. Like, right. like how can people get on the on the Quiche Love bandwagon? Well, as, follow my pages. That's you know, as you know, I promote everything that I do. So. Um, if you go to quiche.com, all of my social media pages are on there that you can connect with on that on my website. Um, shows that I have coming up, you know, if you're in the Bay, when I finally get myself out there to be in other places, lovely Atlanta and L.A. and New York and places like that, then, you know, that will be on my page too. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and all, that, all that's going to happen, all that's going to happen. All right. And, the, the song is breathless, and uh, you got music on iTunes too, am I right? Yes, 
Yeah, Breathless is on iTunes, it's on Google Play, it's on Amazon. You can download it on there, go get the track. As you can see, it's a great summer track to roll to, so make I sure love you it. get I'm, the track. I'm all over it. I'm excited for you, man. It, it's just a, it's so dope to see, like, your friends getting that shine. You right. know, I mean, I, I wish I had a late-night talk show right now. I'll bring you on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because you I think the world else. the world needs to hear like this what you, what you're doing. Um, so Kishé, would you do one of those shows? Would you do like a The Voice or one of those singing shows or something that 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 showcase your talent that way? Would you do? Would you consider something like that? You know what the crazy thing is, and I've always said that I've never been one to do competitions because everybody likes what they like. And yeah. you can have judges on the panel that they just like their type of music. Exactly. And so it, it, that's what always becomes the thing for me because I know a lot of great singers from the Bay that went on a lot of those auditions and didn't make it. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. They blow. Like, what happened? So when it comes to that, it just makes me feel like they know what they're looking for when you go to audition. And I don't want to be judged that way. I will let the people judge my music when they hear it come out. I cannot stop looking at this picture of you dressed up like a little boy. <laughs> Come on now. Don't be Team Creep right now. <laughs> I am Team Creep. It's tripping me out because I'm like, who? How you do that? Okay. Excellent work. Um, let's, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your take on this whole Rihanna situation with her and this outfit? I you see you, uh, you, 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 you care about that. I mean, the thing is, is people, and I've posted this, if you see on my pages, people need to know their history first to understand that Josephine Baker just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. And it was, a play, it was paying homage to Josephine Baker. And if anyone mm-hmm. knows Josephine Baker, Josephine Baker was stuff that was a little bit more, hmm, it was past what Rihanna did. Let's just say that. Yeah. So she was paying homage to Josephine Baker, and, but everybody just couldn't look past. All they seen was the dress. So I think if people knew the history of why she wore the dress, they'll understand it a little bit more. Right. Go look up Josephine Baker. Go look at what she what what she paid for women of color to be able to perform on stage and what she had to do to do that. So if they learn the history, go look up Josephine Baker and what she did. You can understand a little bit more why Rihanna did it. But then, too, you have to understand Rihanna is an entertainer. Entertainers do what they have to do to get out there. She and it, and the thing about it is more people are looking at what Rihanna's doing now. <laughs> so I know, and, and you know what? What I tell people too about this particular dress, like we're looking at a photograph. Like right. when she was live, you couldn't see through it that right. way. You right. know, they they hit her with a flash. You know, which right. illuminated. So exactly. you know, just just her walking around, it was like any other garment. But when they right. flash it, of course, yeah, you're gonna see everything. But you know, I think that's a great great uh idea that you put out the fact that you know josephine baker know your history you know i thought that was awesome when i was looking through your stuff i was like man that's hot that she would even take time out to even recognize that right i mean i because you know social media is for good but it can be ignorant at the same time and a lot (laughs) of people just go on there and and post what they feel in their opinion but at the same time of posting your opinion, don't sound ignorant to the fact that you don't even know why something is done a certain way. So that's why I posted. I did a double shot of Rihanna, then I did a shot mm-hmm. of Josephine Baker when she wore them bananas, topless. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, right. you know, I post that up there to give the idea, you know, this is what it's paying homage to. And I know no one is going to get on there and say anything negative towards D- Josephine Baker. I know. We do we do have a Bay Area following. Um, so when the next time you you hitting the stage? I will be at the San Francisco Juneteenth Festival next um, Saturday, um, June 14th, um, right on the end of Fillmore. There's going to be three different, um, four different stages. I'll be on stage one. I think most of the R&B artists will be on stage one. Um, but I will be doing my thing there, 1 p.m. sharp, with the band. And see, with me the with band? the band. Yes. Me like, I'm like that scene from Tina Turner when they said, are you ready to go on stage? I'm always ready to go on stage. So <laughs> when I'm with my band, I do what I do. I, man, I, I completely love it. Um, I'm, I'm super duper happy for you and your journey, and I can't wait for everybody in the world to know. And um, that, that's definitely happening, man. Um, tell me this before we, before we wrap this up. How does Oakland influence your journey? Oakland does a lot because, I mean, a lot of people from the Bay always say the Bay doesn't support Bay music. I mean, that's true to some extent, but you have to be, as a Bay Area artist, you have to do the footwork to get yourself out there because I've always been the type of person that if I can't do it for myself, no one is going to do it for me. So why you see me posting on everywhere in the world, on every social media there is to post because I'm going to get myself out there. And you, you'll you have those that's going to be negative. That's anywhere. But you will have those that's behind you and they following everything you're doing and they push and they repost the stuff you post. And I have a lot of people out here that I may not even speak to that they're reposting my stuff on social media when they do see wow. me out. I don't really know them, but they know of me and they're like, hey, I've, I've seen you doing your thing. So it, that that's a breath of fresh air when I do hear people out here that I see them out and they basically mention stuff that I'm doing. Her name is Keisha Love. Uh, the song on the streets right now is Breathless. And, man, um, tell y'all what, if you're listening to my voice now, if you archive this show in the future, go to her social media, go to her page, let her know, like, yeah, I was listening to you with your boy Rodney Perry. The website is Keisha.com. And the, the, all the social media is the number four, Keisha Love. The number four, K-E-S-H-A-Y-L-O-V-E. So that's Facebook, Instagram, 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 Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Keisha, I can't thank you enough for coming on. You look gorgeous. You sound amazing. And, um, man, thank you. Always love, Rodney. Always love. So tell you what, let's do this. Let's play. Let's pray breathless again. That's what we have to Play it again and let them hear it. It's on iTunes. Go get it on Google Play. Go get it. It's on iTunes. It's on Google Play. And when I tell you, I like this song, man. I really do. I'm. This is. You know. You know how I tell. This is what I tell people. Like, you ever watch like um, diners, drive-ins, and dives with, with right. the white dude? Like right. sometimes when he tastes some food he don't like, he just like he's like, Oh, this is good and then he just put the fork down. <laughs> I I'm I'm the same way. Like I listen to people, I'll be like, I like that. But like uh, uh Madeline, who who was my producer of this show, she's like, right. You really like that song 'cause you 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 was talking about it too much. I was like, Yeah. So I want you to know I really like this. I, I say all that. This is really dope. The name of the song is Breathless, y'all. Y'all, y'all listen up. Uh, and, and, hey, that's, that's our show for today. Quiche, thank you. Bobby Caldwell, thank you. What you want to do for love, you understand? Open your eyes and breathless. Those songs go together. Yeah. You got a girl to keep you breathless, 
you don't have to worry about what you're going to do for love, and you can just open your eyes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keisha, I love you. Stay blessed, and here's a song. Yeah.